Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys, we're live. We gotta act yeah. right. No, nah, we ain't gotta act no, right. You got the insane now. Mr. Dean on here with it's too late. Oh, it's it's, it's Jay Zilla late. right now. What I the forgot. fuck is he doing? Oh <laughs> Jay so Zilla we right live. Now. Oh, yes, yes. So that's my persona. You want to hear the story of how I became Jay Zilla? Sure. Okay. So when I <laughs> Well, I first moved, or well, was, I was getting ready to move to New Mexico. We're a blended family. My wife had two daughters prior to. Welcome back to your own Dat Gum Show. Fix your life, Rich. Anywho, so their mother tells them, they were like, well, is he tall or short? And she was like, oh, he's really short. Like, how short? Like, shorter than y'all. They were like, whoa, you gonna marry somebody shorter than us? And he was like, yeah, I love him. I was like, okay. And so I show up, and then they go, Oh, right. So they didn't know what to call me. Fast forward, they had a bunch of names that were crap. They started with Jeremy Godzilla and they shortened it to Jay Zilla. Mm. There you go. And you let them keep it, Jay Zilla. Oh, I'll keep that with me always because now they all grown, you they got boobs, cozy. and they don't care about me anymore. How long you been married, Jim? Seven years. Ooh. I got four kids. Ooh. T. Hey, four hey, TC. You know, this is the first time I've seen you since I've seen you downtown Nashville. Like, the this first time i seen your face. Don't do it. Wait, hold yeah. on, Dean. What was we doing downtown Nashville? We no, was no, in no, 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 get him off. Get him off. No. He's spinning. Get him off. Hang on. Hang on. Hang Why on. can't he spin? He Hang can't on. Spin. Oh, okay. See, don't be asking me no gum questions. I don't care how beautiful you are. Okay. Start the show. My host is having some technical difficulties, but let's go ahead and we don't have much time because she's a busy lady. She's a famous lady. She's a wonderful lady. She's a powerful lady. She's all the ladies. Okay. So <laughs> real quick, we have the, the ladies and gentlemen, wife, mother, entrepreneur, that girl model slash author, Teresa Kizzy. How are you lady? Oh, wait, <laughs> hang on. And we got to see the being from Let's Talk with Girls and Being Podcast. Okay. TC, how are you? What up? I'm good. How are y'all? Oh, man. We are well, Mr. Dean. Listen, what up? What up? What up, TC? Don't, don't be up. up. Don't be what up, up Sydney? The yeah. these, these names is killing me. Jeremy Gales. Yeah. Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been, I was Dean back You then, were though. Dean. You were yeah. Dean. This been around. This Jay yeah. Zilla and, and, and Don Gales and all this shit yeah. just came up You don't want to see Don Gales. PC, you, you don't know lady. who Don Gales is. Tune in one night. You'll find out who Don Gales is. You'll find out who Don Gales is. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love it. All we right. Not. So listen, we don't have much time. We had to share this wonderful guest, right? We all wanted her on our separate shows, but we had to figure out a way for us all to come together. And you know, talk to this lovely lady together. So, Dean, first question, just dive right in. First of all, here's what we'll do. We have a I want the audience to get involved in this. Hold on, Dean. Um, I need that gum frapping one. Rich, get yourself on the screen. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Is he hiding? Hmm. Why would he be hiding, Dean? 
Why would he do that? I ain't gonna say. If I ain't gonna say. Do you got some beef with you, Dean? Dean, broke shot, Dean. Does does he have beef with you or something? What's going on, man? Beef with who? Me? Yeah. Why? Why nah, is he so nervous? Me? me? Anyway. I, I I don't know. I don't know what the situation could be. Here's what I want from the audience. <laughs> I want them to be the judge. <laughs> it's gonna be a long night for you, lady. Okay, I want the audience to be the judge. Um, so first of all, I need y'all to share the frap out of this show. We need to support this book that we're gonna talk about a little bit later in the show. And this lovely young lady, and you know, frankly, us. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what Rich is running for. We'll figure out where he's at. Where in the world is Rich? So listen, I'll need the audience to decide. You see, I changed my name. Who? Yeah, he finally <laughs> learned something. Good job, Dean. Good job. So listen, we're gonna figure out who can embarrass Miss Kizzy the most. Dean, you go first, my man. Oh wait, hang on, hang on. Better late than never, mother. I mean. That's for the Patreon. Stay tuned. Uh, so listen, Mr. Rich, we've already done the introductions and whatnot, so we haven't really told the people who she is and who she is to us, but we're having a competition of who can embarrass her the most. And I'm going to mute myself and everybody else. Mr. Dean, have at it. Hey, I'm going, this going all the way back to high school, 2004. Mm. Prom fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> Wardrobe malfunction. Jeremy was there. We all was there. <laughs> you remember that shit? <laughs> Come on, let me hear it. So, if I can remember right, all of it, because we've been out there. It's crazy. We've been out of high school down there 20 years. Down there 20 years. So, get to it, man. Get to it. Shut up, man. You was the host. You was the host of the prom fashion show and was finna go out and present like the next act or whatever. And right. When she was getting ready to walk out, the wardrobe malfunction happened. <laughs> she looked and said, See me. I can't go out there. I just had my, my strap just broke. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I know I do. Listen, so what happened? Did I go out? Hold on. No, nah, nah, you didn't go out. They, uh, they, they okay. you because he, so I had two stories, right? And I knew he was around for that one. So I have a backup. So no worries. But I was there and I looked around for anybody else who saw what I saw and there was what nobody. First of we all, seen. we yeah, seen just, yeah, just you no had a, you had a, uh, Venus Williams, you know, malfunction. Oh, yes, shit. That stuff, it don't look like that no more. So whatever vision you have, it's not bad no more. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad anyway. It was just, it was just like it was. A, it was the look on it the face. So and it, was, it was right when it was time to present the next. I think you were finna. I think you were finna call us out. All the dude, we had to go out there. And- he don't really talk about. Listen, you were about to present, and what happened was the strap popped, pop, and it was just literally was, everything was out. And then you quickly covered, and you looked around, and you looked me dead in the eye, and said. I don't even read lips like that, but I knew what you were saying, and all I needed was one other person to lock eyes with. I just needed one more person to look at, and then go, "You saw it? I saw it!" <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta think too, man. Frapping eighteen-year-olds like if you were wearing some overalls, like, I could have like, been like Ooh. Kim K. I could have had a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey, look, hey, look. Lucky it wasn't no social media back in. <laughs> Y'all would have you. <laughs> no, not me. I'm a gentleman. Thank that's God Dean. it was That's 100% Dean. He just told you. Okay. So, Mr. Rich, hey, that's some go shit. ahead. We'll let the audience just let that simmer a little bit. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. Mr. Rich, go. 
He's on mute. Yeah, I said I, I wouldn't embarrass nobody, brother. You know how I do. Y'all both on mute. Y'all both on mute. I'm saying, no, because I'm I'm over here saying what I need to say to get off my chest. Okay, Dean, I got this. So listen, I'll, I'll go next since he don't want to embarrass nobody. You know what I'm saying? So listen, we had a foreign exchange student, and he, for whatever stupid teenager reason, decided that he's gonna just put his entire life inside of a wallet. He loses said wallet, and everyone around school is looking for it. And people or the rumor somehow gets started that I'm trying to play a practical joke and I stole it. Right. So here I am taking my pregame dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. Hey. Minding oh. my own business. <laughs> and what do I hear kicking through the door? Jim, you in here? What? Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, Jim, did you take Swords of Wallace? Like, no, I didn't get out of here. Man, for real, you just give it to me like, I don't have the wallet, get out of here. <laughs> While I'm doing my business, she kicks in and starts interrogating me. That's the TCI know and love. That's the TCI know and love. I with didn't you. have his wallet, and he found it, and you owe me an apology. Go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hey, accept it. How about that? <laughs> me and I don't remember, but I'm sorry. Oh, CTE, CTE. <laughs> hey, look, me and TC, look, we, we were like, Brother and dad got sister growing up. So I used to bug the crap out of her every day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or vice versa. I used to call over there and Mr. Mitchell would pick up the phone or Auntie would pick up their phone. <laughs> I was used to be nervous mm -hmm. when I first called Detroit them too. But like mm -hmm. that that's the friendship we had from sixth grade all the way through twelfth mm -hmm. grade. Like we bug the crap out of her every day, even to the point like when she worked in Hibbets and I worked in Footlocker, I would go over there. I would run, it's supposed to be at work. Run from behind the register. Just going in. Tony got me in trouble. About five minutes. Tony got me in trouble at Hibbs. He worked at Foot Locker. Yeah, we both worked at Foot Locker same time. And y'all wasn't right, okay? Y'all wasn't right. So because y'all weren't right, they just assumed I wasn't right, okay? That ain't the story, Tony. You on mute. I don't exactly know what the full story is, but it, it might be something like that. I mean. I, yeah, y'all, when I was saying too much, y'all wasn't right, okay? And they knew me and Tony dated, so they were like, oh, if something came up, you know, short, I must not been right. Mm-mm. Did they leave you out to dry? Did these two long, long, leave you hanging? Long story no, short. Of not. Long story short, me and Tony were shoe plugs before shoe plugs. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't know y'all were shoe plugs until I found out y'all were shoe plugs. Like, hey, what we, you doing in the trash can? Hey, we were more than shoe plugs. We were plugs, period. You needed them 5 for 25 jerseys, NBA <laughs> socks. You got it, Jack. Oh, <laughs> that was an eight. To our audience out there, that was our old life. We was young and dumb, okay? So don't do nothing like that. Now. We can afford all this shit. That's because you ain't got them good ligaments to run. Yeah. I was just learning how to count at the time. Just learn how to count. Y'all all are ridiculous. So look, let's let's introduce her properly. Let's everybody get out the way. And look, you tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, get into some family talk and tell to you know, shout out the baby so we can put them to bed and, and make it all about you. So the floor is yours, lady. 
introducing myself to y'all is like kind of cliche. So I'm gonna just think about the people that are watching versus you guys. Um, hi, my name is Teresa Carter Kizzy. Um, I'm a wife, I'm a mother of two kids. Um, they keep me really busy. I'm a behavior analyst um, and I contract with the school district and a, another outside agency. I wrote a fabulous book called The Journey Without You. I also wrote a children's book. Um, yeah, that's me. I've been knowing these guys for, gosh, over 20 something years, maybe more. I don't know, I'm still 25. Um, <laughs> I don't know, so yeah, that's me. I hope most of you guys who are watching know me and this is very fun for me to be sitting here with you guys because we grew up together so it's like a reunion more than a podcast for sure no doubt. No doubt. yeah man i love that you said good to see you what? What hey this? look look don't don't, don't, no shit. don't don't let the dressing clothes and stuff fool you <laughs> he give you about 20 on the court back in the day too oh i forgot to oh, mention yeah. that sure, sure, sure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I used to, I forgot that. Yeah, I played basketball. You know what I mean? I was a high, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I used man. to beat all of them. You know, okay, Tony, okay, Jeremy, right. Sydney. Right. Okay, get off. She, she's belligerent now. No, this is egregious. Get the little crap out of here. There's no way. Like, how did it go? Like, what was it? A loving, what's up, Brian Tanner out there joining us? What's what up, Brian? What the frap Tanner. are you talking about? Are you saying you could beat any one of us in basketball? I mean, not maybe not now. You know what I'm saying? So but then, I can outshoot all of you for sure. You know what? I for can't say nothing about that. You know what? Shit. Okay. You know what? This is where this is where I leave. This is where I leave. Hold on, Rich. Hold on, Rich. Everybody out the way. This is where I leave. I would not stand for that. You are speaking to the purest free throw shooter this side of the oh, Mississippi. Man. Who's talking about a What's up, Keon Hawkins? Come on, man. What up, Keon? What who's talking about a free throw? Who's talking about a free throw? <laughs> man, cause the hell, that's the only damn thing he can do is shoot free throw. throw. I ain't gonna lie, that man could shoot free throw. He can shoot free throw, yeah, but we, yeah, nah, yeah, he was about ninety percent. I when he did how get many, to the line, I was to say, how many times did he go? That's what I'm saying. When he did get to the line, he was about ninety percent. I, I, I can't take it from him. But like, what? So, so how was your transition from uh, playing basketball into what you do now? To like your your business life now, going from an athlete to to a business woman. Well, so how it all started, well, you know how you think you're better than you are, okay? So when I got out of high school and we were all there together, I, I didn't understand why, like, Duke and North Carolina and USC and all these people you see on TV not calling me. Like, I, I thought I – but I realized, like, I was good in Spring Hill. You know, we don't we didn't have social media and things like that, so I ended up at Columbia State, which was truly, 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 like, a blessing. I met so many amazing people there. Then to move from Columbia State to um, King College, but now in university in Virginia, um, the transition wasn't, it wasn't like Columbia State. We had a family and over there, I was just playing basketball. So I broke my hand a couple of times and then I think I did it two or three times. And then I was like, you know what? I just want to try being a student. Like, I just want to be, what does that feel like? So then I went to MTSU, it was different. You know, because when you play sports, you have, you have a family automatically. So to walk on campus and you don't know anybody, you're not connected, you don't have practice. It was different, but it allowed me to be more than TC. You get what I'm saying? Like, didn't nobody know TC at 
MTSU. They knew Teresa. So it, it allowed me to build this new person. Um, speed up, graduated from MTSU, speed up, got my master's from MTSU, speed up. I tried to get a job at Vanderbilt and it was like, oh, you need a behavior degree or certification. I'm like, what is that? So I found out what it was and I went to, um, what is that? Right over here, I can't even think of it. It's not Trevecca, but it's Lipscomb. I went to Lipscomb to get the Applied Behavior Analysis certification. Now I'm in um, Carson Newman getting my PhD in education. So, and I'll be done in May of next year, God willing. So transitioning in the midst of all that, you know, I meet my husband, we have two beautiful kids in the midst of these last 10, you know, we've been married almost 10 years. So we, you know, it's just been a lot. And, you know, you, we all are parents. So we know how life just speeds up when you have kids. Like it's a lot. And you try to manage all of those things while still being you, you know, and finding a new you. I'm not the same TC no more. Like I don't, hell, I can't even remember half the stories we told, right? Because so many other things feel that. Um, so, yeah. That's how I just transition. You just you just transition. You grow up. You become adulting. All the things we thought we wanted, right? <laughs> and you like, damn, this shit hard. <laughs> this ain't this ain't easy. Yeah. Yeah, because you know it's funny you say that because like, you know, we all all of us all of us on this screen was all athletes uh, at one point in time, mm -hmm. and I know for myself it took me it took me the longest time to uh, what up, Keon. It took me the longest time to transition from athletic mind to like, all right, now you got you got kids, you got family, you got business stuff to take care of. It took me the longest time, like damn near, damn it to thirty. I ain't even gonna lie, I was still stuck in that mind, like I could still go go play somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would. Yeah. I'm being for real. Y'all know me. I'm being for real. Yeah, like to that yeah, age. yeah. I'm until the point, until the point where Gales called. He he hit me up one day. I was still living in Tennessee. He hit me up, and he came up with this idea of this podcast stuff. And uh, of course, I'm like, shit. All right, you know. He be like, well, I get you the details. I'm gonna fly in. We're gonna talk about it. You know, we flew in, talked about it. Did the first show. The first show was a damn disaster. <laughs> you know, disaster. I never would. Y'all know me all my life. I ain't never been shy. Speak for your damn self. Keep your name. Keep my name out your mouth. No, 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 no. Hey, get off. This is our time. But anyway, I ain't never been shy. But so I thought it was an easy transition to get behind a camera and do this stuff. And it really ain't. I was tongue twisted, messing up words, didn't really know, cussing all over the place. So you really got to practice at your craft. Right. point, from, from then, early... 2020 during the pandemic to where we at now i tell him this all the time i said i never would have thought that this was be a career that i was gonna do i always thought it was football 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 sports and the next because i never did have a plan b mm -hmm. after sports i never did know when sports went out like the window i was lost for a long time because i didn't never have a plan b mm -hmm. and it took to what 30 some year old this opportunity came up and now all of us in this uh podcast or uh, business that we doing me gail's chulo it's looking the the up the upside of it is looking great so i would have never thought that i this i'll be doing this i always thought my ass has been on tv in another way <laughs> playing a sport 
So it's funny how stuff work out. It's funny how stuff work out. But you know, when I see everybody that that we grew up with doing good and stuff, man, that's that's a that's a that's a big ups to y'all. So hats off to you. Thank you. Absolutely. So so TC after uh after modeling and and uh what 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 brought on or how did you go about this long path of education that you took? Well, you go to school and you really just go, right? You really don't know what you want to do. Like, and I think I didn't have like, okay, this is for sure. So I had this idea when I first went to Columbia State, I'm gonna do something in communications. Um, but for me, it wasn't as easy to get a job in communications. It was like, okay, you work for this company and try this. So I was like, mm, I get my master's in education. And, you know, and it kind of just went that way. I like, you know, teaching and helping and education just came easier, should I say? And then I enjoyed it. And then I wanted to move up. See, one thing about all of us, we're very competitive, right? So like staying complacent is so hard. And that's why when Sydney talked about like, what do I do after sports? I'm not competing. Like I, I'm not, you know, what am I going to do? So when I'm doing something, I'm like, okay, what's next? What I do? What I got to do this? So that's how right. education became a thing of, okay, you need to move up in education. You got to have degrees. You got to know people. You got to, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna move up. And, and it's just been, it's been a blessing. Um, but now moving on this room of things, working with kids who have autism and things like that, being a behavior analyst, that has been more rewarding than anything because I feel purpose, truly. That's dope. Yeah. Well, before before your children, who and what kept you going so hard? Me, I'm competitive. Um, I'll be, it's no different for me to go outside and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna run this mile in 31 minutes. So it's like, who's making you do this? No coach, there's no whistle. Like what is you, it's me. I have goals for myself. So like for me, like for my daughter and my son, I'm like, okay, like I can push you as, as your mom, but you have to push yourself. You have to find purpose within you. So I wanted something different. I wanted to be, whatever I'm doing, I want to be good to great at, right? And I don't need no coach. I'm my own worst critic. I push myself now. Like that's what's up. Yeah. That's so up. that's it. But like, like, so, and that, and that go back to that go back to uh, being an athlete. That 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 mind frame really it really do help you out in your business world because, like you said, so used to competing, so used to competing that you don't want to fail, and so if that challenge or anything at you, you gonna how, how can I put this? If, if a challenge is something thrown in you, at you, you're going to be like, all right, I'm not backing down from this challenge. I'm going to accept this challenge and I'm going to mm -hmm. win because we don't none of us like to lose. So right. I tell people sometimes being an athlete, an ex-athlete, it, it, it really do help you out mm -hmm. in your new business world because ain't none of us willing to sit back and play second pivot. Want to be first yeah. at everything. I'm still it teach like you that. how to team, be a teammate. Right. Teach you how to work hard. Um, right. You know, and one thing that you make guys may know may not know when i moved here the first friend I always i met keisha dobbins right keisha dobbins well we were when i met her she'll go outside 
I think it was at McDowell. Is that is that a school in Columbia? Did they make that up? I think they just McDowell. they just tore it down. They did okay. So we went to McDowell and for uh, for going to recess, she would take a basketball out there. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Like, well, I'm in fifth grade. I'm like, why are you going outside with a basketball? She was like, my mama coached a team. You should come shoot, you know. And I'm like. But because I met my friend who played basketball, and I and when I played with her when I first got here, and her mom was coaching, I could not hit the rim. Okay, the ball would either go below the rim or around the rim. Like the whole season, I made no shots, but I was determined. Okay, I was behind. Keisha been playing since she was five or six. You get me? So I was behind. So how do I catch up? I'm on the phone as a teenager dribbling the ball outside. You know, I have to take every opportunity to be better. And that's the thing that people have to understand is we all have the same 24 hours. What you doing with yours? Okay. So you can do different things. But I took when I was trying to be the, a good basketball player, starting dribbling the ball at age 11. You know, I ain't have much time. I had to catch up. So it's just really important. You know, I tell Keisha all the time, like you was a blessing in my life. The path of basketball helped me to be where I am today. Um, if I wouldn't have met her, she wouldn't have played basketball. You know, all the thing, all the connections that I made then it's just a blessing. I made some beautiful people like you guys, all with a basketball, you know, and that's, a blessing, and I can never underestimate that. What up, Keisha? Hey, 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 and, and, and if, if for y'all who don't know this, back in the day, <laughs> you didn't see Teresa without Keisha. That and then part. This, this, this from middle school, Definitely. really to early twenties. You that, didn't see them absolutely. two without each other. That's a know, that's a bond. That's a bond that you know. If you, if you got a bond, I give right somebody people now, share. Then, yeah. Yep. If we pick up the phone right now, if we don't miss a beat, I cannot talk to her for four years. And I'm like, what? We don't miss a beat. That's when you have real genuine relationships that don't need, uh, uh, I don't want to say like a pacifier or a bottle to keep it alive. It's, it's already there. It's going to be there for life. If I talk to her one day or every day, it's there. And that, yeah, and that's great to, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's great to still have a friendship like that with somebody like that, you know, mm -hmm. um, that that you can just pick up the phone, and don't miss a beat. It's still y'all can get on the phone and still talk like you anywhere from twelve to sixteen, you no, know, twelve to eighteen, still mm -hmm. to this day. And we laugh. You know, a lot of you know, it's a lot of we come encounter with a lot of people in life, but mm -hmm. you really can't hold that bond with them like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so that's a special bond that y'all got with each other. And like it ain't, it, it's genuine. If you seen y'all two out, <laughs> it, it was still at the age we at now, th between it 35 and 37, it'll still be like we were back in them preteen and teen years. With he called me two right now, now in the middle of this podcast, baby. I get my keys. I got to go. I got to go. She need me. Don't get it twisted. Podcast over. <laughs> and that's it. That's, hey, that's love, man. I'm telling yeah. you, that, that that's a friendship that yeah. you should always keep and cherish. And man, I'm telling you, that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's 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 your next move? We you know we didn't heard about what you didn't done, and that's you know some wow. beautiful things. But you ain't done, are you? What's your next move? Well, I finished school in May, so listen. With juggling everything, I've realized that sometimes your cup can be runneth over. So right now, I just want to manage everything that I got going, finish school, and just focus on that right now um focus on that 
Once I'm gotcha. done with that, then something else will happen with that thing right now. Don't ask me. No, like, don't nobody. I don't want nothing else. <laughs> I, I hold on. Last thing, though. I, I got a feeling. What happened? I got a feeling we're gonna see TC on on a cover of a magazine or in, in, or what in, are a, we doing in a, on a magazine. No, no, no. I'm, uh, for for business, okay. an entrepreneur. Very, very I, I just got that feeling. That I we're gonna hope see you're feeling you right in a magazine, or either on the cover of one or in a magazine for some type of entrepreneur. If some it type don't of happen, man, you gonna, gonna do it, Dean. We'll put it together if it don't work mm -hmm. out either way. We got. Oh, it. okay. It I love yeah. it. I can see okay. it. I can see it happening, man. So you just keep doing what you're doing. Thank it's you. Great seeing you. You know what I'm saying? Must <laughs> success to you. You know what I'm saying? And everything you do. Glad you came on. Thank you. What the frap is he doing? Why is he talking, Rich? Like he like we're ending the show. We've only just know, started. He didn't say what he wanted to say. What the frap is he, he doing? Hey, what that name say up at the corner? The Dean. Lock Dean down. Get man. him out of here. Like, he has do. no power. Don't you log off either. Look, hey, you remember Dean and these, that gum, uh, what do you call them, cramps all the gum time, anytime he was losing? What would he do? Oh, I'm not saying that he pretended to have cramps because he was throwing a temper tantrum. Oh, cramps. He conveniently <laughs> had cramps. He conveniently had them when something wasn't going his way. Right. Y'all play basketball. Oh yeah, Dean. Go ahead. Add yourself back on, Dean. Let's see it. Let's see it, buddy. Let's see it. Oh no, not the bird. Come on, man. I just, I just remember Dean always walking around like you couldn't tell him he was. He don't let him have a good game the night before. He gonna come to school with his chest open and everything, and all the girls. Everybody loved Dean. Everybody loved Dean. Everybody. Hold on, Keon. Come on, Hopkins. Come one on, thing Hopkins. about it. You know he tortured us. You know he, he hey, had look. all of this coming, that government. One thing about it, two things for sure. Oh. I would never not tell y'all you ain't right for saying I was a cocky asshole back there because I was. <laughs> Damn it, I could hey. back it up, though. I could back hey, it up. But you was putting in the work, though. You were good. You get what I'm saying? You you wasn't like he wasn't, you know, putting in the work. Especially, he, but he came. Listen, if you miss the game, you gonna know the next day that he put in that work. Don't get it twisted. But guess what? If I cracked on you, I ain't never cracked on T. We cool. I didn't crack on him at school. I ain't really crack on Chulo. It was just really you, Gail. But I love you, man. You like my, <laughs> you like my big little brother. I never had because I'm the baby, yeah. so I never did have a younger brother. You like oh, that okay, brother. Okay. That's why I used to mess with you. And I seen that you switched my name again. I'm gonna go right back and switch. What happened? Oh, broke out <laughs> Dean. Who would do such a thing? Oh, you clutching my pearls over here. What is going on? What do you Come mean? Come on, man. So look, oh, fellas, do not go away because first of all, we have got to say hello to everybody at Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, the like. Uh, clips will be loaded, of course, to Instagram. Sorry, I gotta do some house cleaning. Um, clips will be on Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast later on next week. And we are the three of us, uh, Broke Shot Dean, Chulo Rich, and myself, <laughs> are working. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why he would name himself that. His shot was pretty good. It was ugly, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Tony's so, was anyway. ugly too. Tony's shot was ugly too. Uh -oh, it was ugly. Hey, y'all know what though? Y'all know what? Nobody, y'all, and all of us who, and so we all know, nobody ever said nothing about Eddie Youngblood's jump shot. His jump shot was ugly as hell, but that shit would go good. in, and he was so good. I think that nobody so ever said nothing. Yeah, but Eddie Youngblood, yeah. he he would put his all the way back there too. But 
He will bust you up with it. He, he will bust you up with it. Let's Look, see me sidebar. I'm at my nephew's graduation yesterday, and I said, "Damn, Jimmy Young still here? God, dog! He won't give it up. Same old offense. He won't give it up." He is not. Is he, y'all, is he, y'all know Jimmy Young was at Spring Hill five years before we got there. No. He, Wait, did he have hair? No, I would say no. even longer than that because he, he was Charles and Troy and my brother, so, all of them. So he was on that. He was at that Central team, the '92 team that went to the state championship. He was assistant coach mm-hmm. over there. He left '93. He been at he been at Spring Hill since '93. It's almost 30 years in one spot, and he's still there. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to do anything, man. Oh, he said Brian Tanner was cold, too. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Hold on, Dean. Was he cold? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. How dare you? Yes. I don't remember. We're talking about broke-looking shots, right? So to give you an example, let me give you some scale. My shot was actually broke. Rich, Dean, and uh, Eddie Moe, their their jump shots looked broke, but they went in. (laughs) <laughs> and then you had Brian Tanner and the Donnie Chambers and the Michael Boello. What's his name? Jeremy. No, Boyle. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. That's right. How did I forget that? Jeez. I'm getting hey, old, look, folks. I'm going to tell you about Brian. Brian was a pure, pure shooter. I, I would argue Brian could give, I would argue Brian was damn near better than Donnie shooting. Mm. And that, and that's 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 a hell of a argument to have. Brian, don't, if Brian don't go down our sophomore year, which was his senior year, with him and Edwin and, and Donnie, we make a run. Mm. I ain't gonna say we would have got to the state championship, but we damn sure make a run if Brian don't mm. tear that ACL that year. That's that's oh, how big that's, that's how big of a part of Brian was to it when he when Brian mm. went down with that ACL, it took it took a heartbeat away from that team. Wow, I don't even remember that. Yeah, and when see. I- they go back when Brian was a kid. Brian was, he was doing that Michael Jordan shit, had the tongue out. So Brian always been a hooper. He just turned into a lethal shooter when we got to high school. Wow. And he got, he tore his ACL. Against, uh, against Marshall yeah. County, tore his ACL. Yeah. I'll never forget that game. Cause he tore his ACL. He already had, I think he had like, he was in the twenties when he scored, mm-hmm. when he tore it. Wow. So yeah, Brian, Brian was, I, for for I for us all that went to Spring Hill, yeah. not you, Chulo, because you're, yeah, you're lying. Yeah, out of here. Anyway. Matter of fact, hold on, hold on, hold on. Get him the crap out of here. <laughs> for all of here. us that uh, all of oh, us that went to Spring Hill, shooting wise, I gotta put. You know I'm gonna put myself up there, but anyway, <laughs> not playing for real. For oh, real, not, it, he is not playing. Don't hide, right. dude. Nah, I ain't. But anyway, shooting wise, <laughs> I gotta put Brian, Donnie, Boilo, Chad. Chad, I remember Chad. I remember Chad. Yeah. Now Troy, Troy was a hooper. Troy was, Troy was. They, a hooper. My brothers and them are before us. Yeah, they before us. So I'm talking about like I, I can't. I'm not taking them away from them Spring Hill dude. Yeah. I'm talking about when I in was our up there. Yeah. In from, our from, from freshman year to senior year. Yeah. Chad, Brian, Donnie, Boylo. Not in no specific order. Them were probably the best shooters out of out of our group. Mm-hmm. CCK was probably the best all-around player oh my i would say for us um she was just long she was just good you know she was real good at that you know i could be honest i was a shooter <laughs> i was a shooter like if i had to say what i did well i shot well then you got people like ck was an all-around you know mm-hmm. then you got megan who's a shooter but she had more grit 
she's going to give you that hustle and that all that extra stuff that was just a little too much um for me you know what i'm saying like i was i know my spot just set me a screen okay let me shoot yeah yeah all Nobody right so, that, man. then keep then keisha was just all around i'm gonna get on your damn nerve guard right. you 90 feet get a fast break she was like a one she was like a one woman fast break because she could outrun everybody you tell me how you tear both of your acls you still outrunning everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness those are some days look we were just talking before about uh dean dean saying that I, I could i could probably be a better player if i put the effort in all this stuff and uh, i told him that i wasn't there to play basketball though you know for me it was more about the camaraderie the locker room stuff the meals together like even getting started at ea cox was literally just being kind of bullied into playing football just because i was big every day coach Ace, hey big man come here don't play some football was, you know every day but like is, is the times favorite? i spent singing okay oh yeah, yeah. oh were you uh oh was she frozen okay am i frozen good. no no you're good you're good, good now man you can't be a model with dean's level uh crapping internet i'm just saying what are you doing what are you doing? Hey, it's Missouri internet. Stay off our damn internet. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, you in Missouri? Yeah, I'm in Missouri now. I've been I've been out here two years now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Missouri, New Mexico. Where you at, Tony? I'm back in Tennessee. Okay, you in Tennessee? Okay. Where are you at? I'm in Tennessee. I live in Mount Juliet. Ew, Mount Juliet. Ew. Mount Juliet. That's how makes the country. Country. You know. Yeah, you're not fooling me. That's what people move to build really big houses. So try again. That gun. Yeah. Hey, I've done Mount Juliet. Mount Juliet. And, and and Hendersonville. Yeah. Uh huh. Ugh, I can't stand. You, you it. sound like affordable areas to me. Ugh. Nah, you ain't going up and stay. Hey, look, you ain't going up and stay up there with no chop change in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, look, look how disrespectful. What are you talking about, Jeremy? No, no, no. Let's talk about this. Get the frap out of here. Like, don't you hate when people with things always try to act like they don't have much? Like, how do you come out? Listen, Jeremy. When I stop having to go to work, I'll stop acting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. I go to work. Fair enough, fair enough, man. So speaking of acting, uh, I don't even know. That's a horrible transition. Have you been in anything? Acting? Yeah, acting-wise. No. Mm -mm. Well, how about just a good old-fashioned lazy transition to your book? So okay. you two stick around, too. Because let me tell you, we got to start supporting black businesses. You know what I'm saying? We are sitting with an author. Of two books, right? One a child, uh, children's novel. What's the name of that one, by the way? Ooh, okay, so it's um, maybe another day. I took the first part of my first, my main book, and made the children's book. It's going to be a series of children's books. Oh, now that is cool. So first of all, oh my goodness, tell the people a little bit about the book. You know, because I was late. Now, it wasn't until I was bugging you and I started poking around your Facebook. I was like, what? Married? What? Kids? What? Book? What is this? What? 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 Nobody told me anything. So tell so us you didn't just move to New Mexico and just got off social media. Man, huh? listen, well, you marry as well as I have. Okay. All right. Hey, hey. Tell I us about know. your book. All right. All right, Germ Gales. Oh. <laughs> Keisha, you dismissed. You ain't know about your book. But anyway, <laughs> I, see, I, send, I send PJ one. 
But anyway, Paul Bell won. So listen. Okay, so I got a question. Did y'all know anything about my story no. on how I got with Auntie and how Charles and Troy are like, do, did y'all know any of this? I did. No. Because you, you huh? told me that story from like, so when me and you became real close growing up, you kind of, I, I, I told story. you. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so I did. I was kind of like, did they know? Was I that you know private that I didn't? I, I couldn't. Hell, like I told you, I, I couldn't remember. But so what happened was, and you, the story. My mom and dad, you know, had a situation. My mom died. I moved in with my grandma. My grandma had a lot of kids in her house. Some of them slash adults who had situations. Um, I was that kid that never got to spend a night over anybody's house. So you can imagine when my mom died and my dad, you know, went to jail and spent a night over somebody's house was like, my brother was 15. He was, you know, going through all of his emotions about my dad and what he did and blah, 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 blah. So I didn't feel like I had nobody to talk to. I didn't know anybody that was going through what I was going through. And in like the black community counseling and therapy is not like big. So like, you know, the teachers at school would be like, you cool? And I'm like, I'm fine. And they just took that as, you know, I'm fine. When really I was like lost. Like, so is my mom coming back? Is my dad coming out of jail? What's gonna happen next? So I started to write to my mom. So the journey without you is just journals. 100% journals authentically what I was feeling. Uh, what I was going through, but it became more of a therapeuticness because I didn't have nobody to talk to. So I would go in a room and be writing to her. And it was the best thing ever. I remember, like I said, when I started to play basketball, when I moved to Tennessee, because my grandma was, we know now that she was dying and she wanted us to have a place to stay. So she came to Tennessee, died three months later. That's why when I went to, McDowell only for three months because then I moved to Spring Hill High School. I mean, Spring Hill Elementary because I moved with my aunt and uncle after my grandma died. So it was a whole lot. And that was the first time that I was really with my aunt and uncle. They've been married for a very long time. They had rules and all the kids played sports. So I had to find something to do. Everybody played sports. You know, my sister cousin Trina played sports. The boy, everybody played sports. So here I am, I tried cheerleading, I didn't like that. Tried softball, the ball hit me in the eye, didn't like that. Thank God Keisha Dobbins came along because that's how I came into basketball, you know? So that's how the book, so the book just displays all, but it shows growth. I mean, I went through a lot in the sense of growing up as we all did. I remember my sister cousin Trina was working at a, um, it was called Hex, now Macy's. Um, in the book, it's the Tommy Hilfiger, you know. So we do crazy things as a kid. Crazy, crazy. <sighs> yeah, so it's, it's, it was to me, for me to write this book and be so honest about the things that embarrass me or I'm not happy about. If I'm knowing I'm helping somebody and a kid doesn't feel like they're going through this alone, it was all worth it. I'm shit. I was what you want me to say i was 14 15 like okay i did it it is what it is you should remember that i know you remember that <laughs> um 
so you you just it is what it is and you want kids to be able to know that you may make mistakes but you can recover like listen i mean i ain't saying go out and make mistakes but i'm just saying if you happen to make a mistake <laughs> <laughs> i'm not telling you to go do it like but you you, you can recover and as long as you can see it as a lesson and I had a whole lot of I ain't gonna do that again moments. Yes, you did. Hush your mouth. <laughs> so look, I'll put it <laughs> I'll put it in the chat right now, man. If you guys wanna go buy it, yeah. just take a quick look here. You can go right here to Amazon. I'm sure uh, where else can you get the book? If you met it basically. Um you I have a website, but Amazon works fine. I mean it, if you go to my website, I personally will sign it and mail it off versus um, getting from Amazon. But as of right now, and if you do get it, Jeremy, after you're done reading, go ahead and leave me a review, okay? Because reviews matter oh, on Amazon for whatever reason. I, <laughs> I will definitely do that. So what is your actual website so we can promote that instead? Uh, just TeresaKizzy.com. Oh, nice and, nice and simple. LisaKizzy.com. Sorry. I, listen, I talk when I type. I should probably stop doing it. Oh. Oh, that's nice. Is that it? I'm just huh? like. Yeah. Oh, Stu, <laughs> I forgot I was doing the show. I'm over here. Hold on. Let me share with the class. I was going to say you didn't pull it up. <laughs> well, look, I, I wasn't thinking about pulling up, Rich. I was enjoying it myself. I know you told me. <laughs> but here is the website, Teresa Carter Kizzy. About the author, nice picture. There's the book. So it's on Kindle and everything, huh? Yeah, it's everywhere. There you go. So I'll put that link up later. Let's get back to this. So yeah. So mm -hmm. I wanna what made you break the book up into three parts like you did? You know, so you have part one in the storm, right? Mm -hmm. Uh walking, I say right like I'm not reading it right here. <laughs> Walking with the storm behind me is the last one. And then between there is walking through the storm. What made you title it, uh, break it down that way, title them that way? Well, when I pulled my journal up, I actually took the writings and typed them. And when I got done typing them, I kind of just felt like that was how it was. Because in the first part, it was just how, how I got here. I tell you the story about my parents, I tell you the story about, you know, how I moved in with my grandma. Then part two, I tell you more about my grandma. Part three is when I moved in with my aunt and how my life started to transition. You know, I, like I said, I started playing basketball. I started realizing that, oh, there's this place called college that I would like to attend. I would like to, um, you know, do more with my life. And that's part three was like, okay, like, yeah, my parents died. This was an unfortunate situation, um, but nothing can change. What am I gonna do different? I gotta figure out how I'm gonna be successful in this unfortunate situation. And I just started not feeling sorry for myself and understanding that life must go on and will go on. So I just made a change. And I also realized, like, I didn't, until I was older, to look at my aunt differently and my uncle. Like, I have mm. two children. I don't want any more. You feel me? <laughs> okay. 
for them yeah. to welcome me in with open arms and provide for me and take me on as their own that's a big deal you know what i'm saying and i started to realize like she didn't have to take me she could have been like go with your daddy's side or do this you know whatever so i started to be appreciative to know that maybe i shouldn't be so disrespectful <laughs> maybe i should wash these dishes the first time maybe i should you know and not and stop being mad like i just want to go home girl you ain't got no home this is your home so you need mm -hmm. to start embracing this is it and around high school and around you know middle school high school i started to be like it's easier to just embrace it you're, you're more happier um, but it took me a minute. It took me a minute because I just want to go home. I didn't want to be here. And, right. and I had to realize this, this is this is home. And I should be grateful and that, you know, I'm not in no foster home with some strangers. And mm. you know, it could, you know, so I had to just realize that and bite the bullet. But it was great. I'm I it it hurt me so much when my aunt died. I because I, I became so grateful and loving of all the things she done for me in the midst of my life. So yeah. It was yeah. well towards the in the first in the first um I guess group there, uh you say when you're afraid to seek your purpose because you're heavily burdened with other stuff, it's like being trapped in prison. Mm -hmm. So can you elaborate a little bit on that? Um we all have we all have a sense of purpose. We wake up every day and we're like, okay, what what is today going to be like? What am I going to do? So I had to realize that my purpose was not to talk about the past and be worried about what happened to me at eight. Like, that's not my purpose. But I felt like God don't put more on you than you can bear. Right. So I felt like my purpose became in sharing my growth with others and letting them know that, you know, bad things happen to all of us. We all have a story. Sydney, Jeremy, Tony, we all have something that we overcome overcame should i say and that is my purpose is just to share the story and be a positive light for my kids but not perfect just positive you know let them know that we, we're not perfect i don't even want to play perfect you know i want to play that if things doesn't go right mommy will get back up when i fall and you can be possible that's for me um i feel like my purpose is i feel like god put this on me because he knew i can handle it i'm not because I'm like strong and mighty. It's just that he knew that I would find a positive within the negative. And I don't know. I just felt like this, my purpose was to share it. It was just ironically how I found the notebook at that. I mean, I didn't move plenty of times. And then I find this notebook with all my business, you know, I was like, and I started reading it like I wrote this. So that was very like, okay. Okay, I know God's trying to tell me something, and right. that's how it all started. Man, that's amazing. So I, I need to I need to know this. I had a question. Um, what happened? Have has your entire family read this? Entire? I know my husband have my daughter. She's only eight. No, 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 no. See, you think about it in your core. I'm saying like the people who were involved, especially in the beginning, when you're descripting all yeah. these houses and thinking. It was bigger and maybe I just felt like our house was bigger because it was just you, your brother, and your parents. Um, and the roaches, the audacity of these roaches to not even scatter when you cut the lights on. You know we what I mean? Listen, we live, okay, so I lived, with well, my mom and dad, we lived in the hood, okay? Mm -hmm. 
when you move from the hood to the projects, it's a whole nother ballgame. That's crazy. I was hood. I was not project-ish. So when I moved to the projects, right, Mm -hmm. I'm like, because one thing, if we got roaches, everybody in the projects got roaches because all the houses are right there together, right? Right, right. So we didn't have roaches in my house at the hood. So when I get to my grandma's house, you you think you would have thought I came from like Bel Air. The way I'm looking around at these roaches, like, oh shit, what is you know, like, but then I realized that I mean I'm pretty sure a roach didn't want to be a roach, right? They wasn't just raising their hand like, ooh, make me a roach. I want to be a roach. Right, right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I'm like, they just in a bad situation like me. We got right. something in common. do you remember the song band because that's another aspect of this book right how you Mm -hmm. sort of soundtrack you know your your pain i guess you call it right Mm -hmm. and so you remember the the song uh ben by michael jackson well what uh give me a little bit go ahead sing it oh hold on Uh, well i used mine singing some opera before the show (laughs) but it's just basically don't you do it (laughs) michael jackson finds you know you're gonna do it too right no, no, no. I can't get I can't get that high. So I mean I can get that high, but not you know. So anyway, so what I'm saying is like he finds a rat in his house and he makes it his friend because he's so lonely. Right? And he's just singing a ballad. I mean a ballad to this rat, his friend Ben. I this suggest is y'all Jackson. look it up. Say again. Michael Jackson. Little Mike. Little, this is before problematic Mike, but I'm just saying, you know, so we, saw, watch, watch. we saw little watch. situations. He found yeah. a friend in the rat. Watch Jackson 5, it'll tell y'all. The, the movie will oh, tell yeah. y'all. Oh, yeah. I remember. It's yes, about 15 yes, hours yes. long, so who got time for that? But now, no. Jeremy, I'm not saying I became friends with the Roaches. I'm not saying that. They didn't get to come to my bed. We were not cool, okay? <laughs> I just didn't. <laughs> so I'm our not family, saying that. They still asked I can relate to that because my family, we used to call Roaches in Dallas and in Tennessee, uh, Cousins. Like, I think there was a way for the adults involved to let the kids know, like, oh, no, that's just part of, you know, this experience. It's all good. So we were never afraid of them or whatever. You know, uh, Jay Lee may tell a different story. (laughs) But, you know, I never felt like, ew, or like even, I I felt nothing, you know. But they were known as our cousins. Until one of them fall out at your school. You be like, ew, you act real brand new. That didn't come out my bag, here's the Here's the best part about that. You just say, man. Who got roaches, right? You just go super hard. And then everybody got everybody has the same thought. You know, same thought that Steve Urkel may have, right? Wait, did I do that? Was that was that my cousins? No, no, no. Can't be me. Can't be me. My so, cousins yeah. stay at home. They don't get in the bag. They just stay at home. Right, man. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> nah, but everybody, all my cousins, it's funny because. Uh-oh. Hold on. Don't give her a breather. Don't give her a breather. I'm going to read another excerpt. I asked the question as we wait for Miss Kizzy to join us again. Yeah. She looks like Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys look like her. Don't worry, TC. You can come back, that gummy. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh-oh. Check your internet. Check your internet. I'm trying. I'm sorry. Y'all no, can't mess with this Missouri internet no more. <laughs> <laughs> look, let me give her, let me fill a bus for a little bit. Give her time to, you know, catch up a little bit. But I asked why, you know, I mean, has her family read it and how do they feel now and watching your 
maturity growth and progression because of a passage like this. I don't really feel welcome right now. Everyone thinks I'm, I'm getting treated special because you died. And this is her at the time writing a letter to her deceased mother, right? So they, uh, they say she's only crying because she wants grandma's attention. So go ahead, get your, get your, get your chair situated. There you go. There she is. <laughs> oh, that was real talk. Um, my so turn. look, that was real yeah, talk. I was about to say, talk about that. I mean, like I said, I'm automatically I'm gonna get some favoritism, right? I just experienced my dad killing my mom. So my grandma, I ain't never spent the night over her house. So this is all like, come on, baby, come in here. She going through a lot. She just had to bury her own daughter. So I got a little favoritism, but that didn't work in the, in the, in the, in the hood and the projects. Every man for them stuff, ain't nobody making my plate. Ain't nobody doing my hair. Ain't no, you figure it out. And um, so my grandma would kind of be like, y'all let her get our plate do this help out and i had to tell my grandma you you mess you making it hard for me in these streets like i can do it i can do it um but yeah i i did get a little favoritism at first and i and i had to go start to learn because my dad died six months later after my mom okay so my mom died in march he died in september so my first prayer before that was maybe he'll come back and i can just go live with my dad and be halfway normal so then when he dies six months later, I'm like, my ass off. <laughs> like, let me just figure out how to survive here. So if I wanted to cry, I need to cry and like, you know, you ain't got no real space as a kid. We was too many people living with us. So I have to cry while I'm in the shower or I'm in the closet getting clothes. I just didn't want anybody to think I was trying to get anything extra. So I feel like before all of that, I was like a true cry baby. Hands down, my brother would tell me I cried mm. all the time. After that, tears became very scarce because I didn't want to get picked on by my cousins. Um, but we, they were kids. We were all kids. We do kid stuff. You know, they're great humans right. now. Um, we were kids. We did kid things. And everybody wanted grandma's attention. But grandma, old with all these kids, she can't give everybody equal attention. And that was right, just right. grandma. So yeah, I, I didn't feel welcome at first, but also I didn't want to be welcome. I wanted to go home. Don't welcome me, send me, you know, I wanted to go back. So I couldn't even see the blessing in that at that time because I was too young and I wanted to go home. Right, right, right. Speaking of being too young, okay, as we inch through this book, one of the most heartwarming parts of this book, okay, <laughs> um, Miss Teresa Carter Kizzy, who is Josh? Who's Josh? Tell me about Josh. Josh, before you go to Tennessee in the book, this little boy that you had been terrorizing by Oh, punching. God. Josh with the colored eyes. Listen. Okay, so when you live in the projects, like... Okay, nope, 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 nope. Get her the frap out of here. You, you ever hear somebody go, listen, like, well, let me explain, right? Get the frap out of here. Who is Josh? Don't play my boy Josh. Don't you play my boy Josh. Listen, oh, I just want to make sure Josh? I got the right part. So this is this is in part two. Part two, yes. This is in part two. Part so two, part, two. part two. You're about to go to Tennessee. Okay, get her the frap out of here. She didn't read her own that gum book. So Josh was the boy she shared her first kiss with, and he had some lame excuse, which you know, good on you, Josh. 
Get on your two-tone eyed Josh, that gummy. Yes, that's what I yes. was trying to tell you. Yes. You were trying to say. I can't incriminate myself. Okay, who's Josh? <laughs> no, yeah, that was my first kiss on the, on the playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hang on. We got some stuff. You all right over there? There's the, look at those sweaty, Rich. I ain't never seen you sweat so hard. You okay? He trying to be petty. You okay? Okay. He's all right. Just being petty as hell. He's being petty as hell. I can't check on my co host. I can't he, check on my co host. He paid his hell today, TC. I'm, I'm yeah, listening yeah, to these yeah. stories like y'all listening to him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. are great yeah, stories, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, let's get to the part three, which is my favorite part the Tennessee Times. <laughs> Talk to me. First of all, I'm a little bereaved that uh, I'm not even mentioned. There's no Jeremy Gills, period. I'm a little hurt. I'm a little hurt. Right? I not even know. a shout out. And as he slammed into me during lunch, trying to rush to some chicken like you didn't even <laughs> notice that i was there you know nothing I, must be, wait, I need you listen i need you to tell the people hold on let's blow you up just a little bit oh. i need you to tell the people matter of fact get the crap off dean get the crap off rich listen tell the people how much i meant to you and why oh my goodness jeremy gals J zillow is that right um you were just everything i mean oh my god i wouldn't have made it through high school without you you know like i don't know i don't know what else to say oh (laughs) (laughs) damn right keon she's still being actress mommy yeah that was good thank you thank you so much and I know where, I was supposed well, to be, first of all, where did Jeremy yeah. get all this personality from? Like it was always there. It was always there. Now. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. No, yeah, hold on, hold on, Jeremy. You know, now, I don't know Gil like I know Gil. I'll say you, but y'all know <laughs> that movie with um, what is his name? The Rock. When he was in high school, he was one way with Kevin oh, yeah, Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Central <laughs> Intelligence. Central Intelligence. <laughs> That's my little, thing that hey, my little boy, love. We watch it all the time. Bob Stone, yeah, Zillow, yeah. Zillow, yeah, Zillow wild boy. Now, his, man. He was that guy, and now he's all like this. And Jeremy got a whole personality, don't man, he? My book will be out wild one boy. day. Just make sure you invite me on whatever you're doing, so we can talk about it. Look, okay. TC, look, I'm gonna tell you like this. That's that comes Jay Zillow, aka Gales, aka Don Gales. I don't think y'all know him like I do. We just gonna no. leave it like it. All right. That's no. my brother for a reason. <laughs> he got saying. personality and he always had. Uh-uh. He was Ooh. always, you know, he was it was comfortable enough that if I did what walk in the bathroom. What was that? You know, <laughs> that's how I used to walk down the hall like this. Yeah, no, I'm still very lumbering. I, I really I did too. I swear. I swear. <laughs> you right hey you right. are he right said you didn't say much uh-huh. you was thinking a whole lot you, Always, you was- i just watch people and i enjoyed y'all man i'm telling you i play yeah. sports to get like try to understand you humans that's basically what happened that's yeah. what you did I, yeah uh, and y'all are hilarious y'all are hilarious see one of one of my favorite stories about germ i used to do oh, these no. skits at church i used to do these oh. skits at church for my mother and like I, I didn't read off no paper. I like man. how you said for my mother. And I forgot for my mother. No, nah, nah, it was forgot too. I, nah, it, it was forgot too. I really, I really enjoyed doing this thing, but I, I never did read off a paper. So if I seen somebody out in the crowd, you automatically be part of the skit. So Jeremy, Mama Gales, uh, my, the sisters, they all came to support. And man, I'm going down the aisle. I'm doing the skit. 
you can see Jerry, you know, Jerry about 6'4. You can just see him ease on down in the seat. Like it. Cause he just knew. He knew I was coming for him. But when I seen him do that, I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I let him go. He put his hand on his head and he went down just as slow as you could. He went from six four to five four real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, let me tell you, I was sweating as hard as Rich is right now. But look, why we're missing why we're missing brothers, right? I want to talk. I can't go through this book without talking about Tyrone. No. What a rock. So I love that once he moves away and then he comes back, you know, for a time before he breaks your heart again. Right. But I love the fact that how excited, like I can, as I read this, I really feel like somebody who is like really excited for their big brother. Right. Jay Lee ain't never been this excited to see me come home. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, so, Leave her alone. She was no, excited. No, crap her. Crap <laughs> her. So look, uh, you say, he makes me feel special. Well, at least he did when we lived together. Uh, we haven't been together much since you left. Again, speaking to your mother. And I really miss having a brother around. Oh, come on, man. So talk a little bit about that roller coaster of support Aww. gone he's back support again and then gone again so first off let me say me and my brother is thick as thieves we talk every day all day you know what i'm saying so that's still my everything and you know when i think about everything he's included in my everything um yeah so that was my normal you know what i'm saying he was there you know it was my mom my dad my brother and myself and the irony behind all of this my brother's dad i never even thought where his dad was you know until I, my dad was missing i was like but where's your dad you you know i never even thought to ask him but his dad was in like in jail for like aggravated everything if you could put aggravated in front oh, of it no. he's here oh no and but he's about to get out y'all okay let me get off that section but so my dad was like his dad. He was that dad of, you know, stepping in, trying to help out. Um, I didn't even know my dad had what he had in him because he was like so sweet to me. He was so nice. So when my parents and my mom really built the bond that me and my brother had, because before he got to do anything, he had to take me out. He picked me up from preschool. We walked home together. He put me on his neck. You know, she really built the bond for us that I, she, I don't even know if she knew what she was doing. I mean, obviously she probably didn't think she was gonna be gone, but we were, you know, even then he was like my caregiver. He took care of me. So when they died, when, you know, my mom died and my, then my dad died, he took that mm -hmm. responsibility. You know, he sacrificed a lot to help provide for me as well. And he was just, you know, he would come on Christmas, he'd bring me clothes. If I had Jordans on at school, he bought them, but, you know, everything I had, you know, yeah. all the materialistic things he would buy but our relationship is so much more than that it, you know we are best friends if that's the thing and um and we always been that way he's always took responsibility for me like if he called me right now and say sis i need a thousand dollars i'm not gonna ask why he gonna get that thousand dollars and vice versa and that's our relationship we have each other's back like no other so i consider myself your brother too now about to put his cash out look but when you when you mentioned that i'm thinking about one of the first songs you used in your book right you uh bag lady by erica mm -hmm. badu 
I literally had to go back and like, wait, how does that go? And I went and listened to it and I forgot about Erica Badu for a minute. Mm. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. And so talk to me about why you chose the tracks that you did. I mean, you explained it well, my man Dean on that ultra. Stop showing labels. If they are not paying us, stop showing labels. <laughs> I can't get in the comments section and write. Keon telling me he's drinking Blue Moon, yeah. so I had to show him I'm drinking us. You could have told bad. him. You're on the podcast. You got a microphone. My, uh, They're not uh, paying us. Don't put Nicola us on the Ultra phone. Keon, and don't get me in trouble no damn more. Yeah, <laughs> Keon, go me, man. So look. Yeah, go ahead. So look. Um, Sorry, I'm over here parenting and podcasting. Um, so yeah, talk to me a little bit about your music, man. Like some of the scores here, of course, Dear Mama by Tupac, Bag Lady. That's Erica. me and my brother's favorite song. Hold on, let me shut this door. My dog just opened it. Dang, she got smart dogs too, y'all. Oh God, hush. <laughs> so, yeah. so I don't know. These were songs that got me through, you know, what I was getting through. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put my songs on there. Maybe the songs will help people get through stuff. It was just part of me trying to help in every realm out there. I don't know. But bag lady, you know, you can carry so much, right? And then some we all break. We all have a breaking moment. Right. And I was just tired of acting like, you know, and then people have my life so what? Like you probably always had this. I'm like, listen, I'm from the project. I'm from the hood. I got, I got, I got clout. <laughs> like, right, but right. no. <laughs> oh, gee. But no, realizing that, you know, you don't have to look like, be like, sound like, act like, whatever. Like, you. That's a good lesson. Yeah. That's don't get it twisted. This so, hand. <laughs> look, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go three, I'm gonna go three quick uh, concerns that I have about your book. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna try to go rapid fire, rapid fire here because I know concerns. I'm I'm talking. I'm talking. Yeah, concerns, man. Concerns. First of all, um, you know, not even concerns. Well, you know what? Let's skip one. Hold on. We'll do two. VHS. Shout out. The shout out of the VHS is right. Not being able to afford, you know, cable or whatever, and watching every VHS in the house. That Mm -hmm. was my childhood. If you want to know what makes Jay Zilla Jay Zilla. Uh, it's the ginormous collection of Disney films. So when I thought about how I treat a Disney woman, Disney films, Disney, yes, 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 in love with Princess Jasmine. Shout out to Princess Jasmine. So what I'm saying is that's what kind of built my childhood, not being able to afford <laughs> cable, but every Disney movie that came out and the big old plastic like briefcases that used to come in. Yeah, I could really feel that. Now the other, the only concern I really have is this, this right here. How dare you? Cheerleading, not a sport. Explain yourself. Oh, Explain yourself. Well, what normal human beings are doing stuff like this? Cheerleading, well, not a sport. That's like, well, the cheerleading that I was doing was yeah, go, 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 ran that back. That I, I, no. Hell, enough, I'm out here enough. hot, sweating, cheering for somebody on the football field. Nah, mm-mm. let me. Mm-mm. It just mm-hmm. wasn't for me. I was too competitive to just sit there and scream for somebody else. Y'all, and then the funny thing is about Samaria, right? Mm-hmm. You remember Jeremy's crush? But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. She ain't lying me. either. I remember that shit. She ain't lying. Oh. 
No, no, no. I'm pretty sure I've told that story several times, right? Uh, Keep my face all the way up. Yeah. So she used to be screaming so loud. It was plenty of games. I said, Samaria, they can't hear the play. Like, yeah, that was my dog, bro. We still cool to this day. But y'all remember Ashley used to flip her ass down that court? Oh, a thousand times. She'll flip no. all the way down court and all the way back. I, I know because that was, yeah, yeah, back in the so day. So, in, in, in Louis <laughs> Ashley. Simmer down, there, Dean. There you go. Oh, take you that, a cold oh, shower. Yeah, I remember. I go remember. take you a cold, cold shower, boy. Yeah. That's why he couldn't focus. They be over here trying to get a play. He like. Hey, I really was, too. <laughs> I really was. Dean, Dean, Dean. Coach, y'all yeah. be like, hey, there's <laughs> to her to stop flipping. Hey, <laughs> it's not my it, fault. It, you see what I see, that government. It was bad, man. Hey, but it, oh, I, I'll get on there and do my thing. But hey, since we speaking about competitors, oh. Teresa got a nephew that might just wind up in the Major League Baseball. I sure hope so. Teresa got a nephew that's out there on that baseball diamond. I'm telling you, this this young man right here is the real damn deal. And you know, for me to say that, how I judge talent. It's some shit to it. This boy is good. You hear me? Good. To the point that I can see him getting drafted out of college to Major League Baseball. Jordan mm-hmm. Carter. He's a bad boy on that baseball now. Well, you know, he got a dad that was a really good athlete. Hey, you know, I think Troy could have did anything he wanted to do. Troy, I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. I came in and I was like, when I came to Spring Hill, that was a big reason why I came to Spring Hill. I was like, I want to be the next Troy Carter. Mm-hmm. And Troy used to always tell me, nah, man. Now you don't want to be like me. You want to be better than me. But I watched Troy play mm-hmm. from the time with the Cats all the way through high school, and that's why I wanted to be like. He was good in football. He was good in basketball. So that was like the person I looked up to that was in high school. I was like, I want to be like Troy Carter. Troy Carter was one of the best. Mm-hmm. One of the he best was- damn football players came through spring. He up there. But his son, I'm telling you, he he, he on his way. That boy is bad. The lookout. You froze, Gales. Oh. Are you sure? Or am I just sitting back? You were sitting there doing this. This is what you were doing. Oh, still muted. My bad, my bad. Look. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. Dean, that was Dean's fourth ever, fourth ever compliment he's ever given another human being. So. Yeah, if he says he's good, he's good. So I'm gonna do one last part. I'm gonna leave the name out, but um, we're talking about high school and we talk about the crush that I had. That I followed her. I followed her like Samaria McLean. Shouts to her and her husband, right? Look, my producer you just said looking like names out, nigga. No, 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 no. For the next story, and nigga me one more time. See what the crap happened. <laughs> that was a shot of Dean. He, he gets it. Yeah, so I, know, I know. I know. What you're about. I know what you're talking about, Eight, Jack. Twenty-two, twenty-two. See, if I was uh, done, girls, I would have shouted that. Mm-hmm. But no. Uh, so if we're gonna talk about Samira McLean, that I fall around like a sick puppy dog, right? But didn't have the courage enough to tell her how I felt, right? This girl put me in drag. She wanted me to be a part of the uh, what was it, male, female show? What is it? Oh, the, the so when it. You, Teresa, you remember in high school we used to do the male female fashion show for Valentine? They auction you off. I remember, but Jeremy yeah. was a girl. I can't oh, remember yeah. that shit. Oh, I hope yeah. not. 
that was a that you got pictures. I want to see this. Come on, man. Did you do they, that for real? I burned them. What are you talking about? Come what on. pictures? Yeah. There was no evidence. There will be no evidence. If anybody out there got evidence, I will pay you not to present it. I didn't remember you doing that, brother. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. so like, oh, you should do, do it. I was like, put a dress on. Oh, you should do it. It'd be so fun. I was like, okay, okay. So you really <laughs> like this girl? That's why you did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who said that? <laughs> I need to Wait, know what? who you like so much you would put a dress Samaria. on for. God Samaria. No. Samaria, my claim. Oh, Samaria, Samaria my sent claim. you out, bruh. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I didn't care. I did not care. So <laughs> I'm gonna so since we you know embarrass embarrassing each other, let's just read a little the last excerpt, oh, if you God. will. Quiet quiet down. Hmm. <clears throat> when I called her after prom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty good start. Okay, okay. Let's, she can I know here. exactly where you're going. When I called her after prom, uh, I put her on speakerphone because I knew she would say no. And I said, Auntie, can I spend the night over Keisha's? And she chuckled and said, Yes. I was completely shocked because I knew I had to live up to the special night as I promised. Wanna tell us about prom? I mean, I don't even remember. Get her off of here. Get her out of here! Get the rap out of here! I, look, I wish I could find your prom date just to bring him on so he can share some I just, on this First of all, I just don't know why you thought special that you night. could just ask me any kind of question and I just gotta <laughs> answer it. <laughs> No, 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 no. Fair read fair the book. Fair. Look, read the book. What's oh, the book? She got Angel's eyes with a baby face. That is true. Listen, listen. We've embarrassed you enough. I look, and I've kept you way past your uh, time. But like, again, I really enjoyed this book. Thank you. And um, just all of our times. Like, so y'all had times, and I sat back and kind of uh, you know, just observed. And what I did observe is like all these different couples and dynamics, and it was really sweet, really wonderful. And I'm proud to be able to say that I, I was one of the lucky few that had a really good high school experience and then mm -hmm. a really good college experience, except for some incompetence on my part. But when I tell you, like, I really enjoy watching people and watching people win and look cute and go through it and get back together, all these different things, right? And then all this time you're walking by and you're smiling and cracking jokes, killing people on the court, all this stuff, right? Just having the story that you had and coming from where you came from, that is a testament, right? You're literally, I mean, literally a rose that grew from concrete. And I just, I really want people to understand like just how I don't know just how amazing of a story this is and we look forward to your you know your other books and some your child book series because i want to know more about your story and like rich said man like whatever you got going on next whatever you got going on next so fellas we'll let mr dean from you know sydney dean from no you know frapping i don't know what is it let's talk with girls and dean i don't know i don't know go ahead dean man you know what the hell it is man catch us live monday night eight o'clock p.m central time let's what talk are you doing? together slow down slow and down it'll be, it'll be i will be with gales he, he won't be no jay zilla he either be don gales or gales so <laughs> but 
to Teresa, man, look, I'm I'm so proud of you, what you're doing. I will get the book and read it. Oh <laughs> I will get the book oh and read God. it. Like, please stop lying to this. I'm girl. not just, lying. Listen, just this- buy it and dip it in bronze. And put it on the on the that go. I don't know. Trying, manner, I, I think you're trying to insinuate I can't read. I can. Read. I'm not saying you can't read. I'm saying you have always, and I feel like will always refuse to read. No, I read because it's, it's my homie. It's my homegirl. But I'm proud of you. And whatever you got planned for the future, I hope you do it. Like I told you, I really believe we're gonna see you on the cover of a magazine or in a magazine mm-hmm. or some type of business that you started. Business owner. Business opportunity, uh, entrepreneur. Hey, we love you. I'm proud no, of you. Oh, this was so <laughs> fun. What is Tony? What you over there doing? Oh, he's producing behind the scenes, man. The man is amazing. Oh, thank you yeah. guys. Thanks, everyone. This was so fun, guys. Yeah. Y'all, are, we had some great memories. Uh, Jeremy finally got out of his shell. He liked that little egg that he came. <laughs> he came out. Um, Whoa, man. I'm married to a whole yeah. woman. Be careful. You married? I mean, <laughs> I, hope, I hope so now. <laughs> um, but hey, I don't, I don't want it to be this long again, guys. No, 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 never. That's your fault for being late. We all turned up and got gassed up, Mister uh, Rich. No, not this late. I said no. I don't want us to go this long without seeing each other. Hell I mean, yeah. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> not like late, like then he put me out. Now you were late, that's why we're this late now. Like, no, 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 you're right, it's my fault. It's my, it's my fault. Oh man, Philip, okay. you're not gonna get it back again. Oh, I'll Come be on. back. Thank you guys so much. Wait, 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 don't look. What? Wait, hang on. We can't let you go without Mr. Rich saying his farewells is too. Like, that's I mean, wait, I forgot to ask, do you guys know each other? I've seen I, her before. I I've never, I'm, I think so one time. I've seen her before. Yeah. Okay. You sound like a hater. What? Why well, I gotta sound like a hater? Well, he on his shit. He on, he on his what shit, I y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fool is on his shit. Ain't he on it? Ain't he on it? Then he <laughs> muted. Then you mute yourself so we can't hear nothing you saying. We can't hear a damn yeah, thing you just saying. Random shit anyway. Dean said goodbye. I say goodbye. I'm just asking my co-host whether or not he wants to say uh, goodbye. Absolutely, I want to say goodbye. Everybody, thank y'all for joining us this week on another episode you of Urban Academia. You Shut up. Don't you do uh, it. We will Don't be back again next week. You know what I mean? Having another fun conversation with you. Mm-hmm. We'll see what we, me and uh, Zilla decide to take it next week. But uh, oh, Miss Carter, Miss Mrs. Kissy. Bro, hang on. To, hang on. Hey, man, stop on. talking. 30 seconds. Glad to have you. I don't care nothing about your 30 seconds. We're glad you to gonna have you. You're going to care about this 30 seconds. Today. I promise you. I promise oh, you. I promise you. What is this? I promise you. I promise you. Come on, man. That's the song. This is how we kicked off the internet. We both found what we were looking for. Hey. What is this, man? What is this? First of all, that's the great Michael Jackson. How dare you? Singing Ben. Go check out the song. (laughs) Miss Kizzy, thank you so much. Peace. Peace, Dean. Rich, final word as usual. Hey, man. Once again, thank y'all for joining us on another episode, man. Y'all go check out that author we just had on there, Miss Teresa Kizzy. Y'all go check out her book, um, Author, Mother, Model, 
plenty of titles, plenty of tags on her book. Um, check out this story. She has a relentless story. Uh, very, very, very strong woman. So anyway, uh, everybody else, y'all, y'all meet us here next week. Same time, same place. Urban Academia. We love y'all. Oh,